Welcome to episode two of the Heaven Revolution podcast, where on this episode, we're going to be talking about worship, what it means, and its critical role in shaping our everyday lives as human beings. Now, before we start, just to remember our mission here at Heaven Revolution, it's founded upon the scripture in Matthew 6.10, which is Jesus speaking, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, Heaven Revolution is a pioneering social movement on a mission to establish heaven on earth. To us, Heaven Revolution means bringing about the total transformation of nations, the people and systems within them so that they reflect the kingdom of heaven. When this happens, the problems we see in society today will be solved and the peace of God will reign on earth and men will walk in true divine liberty. Now, what is the kingdom of heaven? The kingdom of heaven is the supernatural world where God lives. And in this world, there's peace, joy, love, and prosperity. No evil, suffering, or death exists in this wonderful place. And God has promised this glorious inheritance to all those who repent of their sins and believe in his son, Jesus Christ. Now, as we get started, we're speaking about worship today, which is one of the seven world kingdoms we mentioned in the first episode of the podcast to remind you of what those seven world kingdoms are and what their purpose is. These seven world kingdoms are simply how society is structured and divided into those seven parts. And in each of these parts, they each play a critical role in how every single person lives their life. So these seven world kingdoms are number one, worship, two, family, three, government, four, education, five, economy, and six, media, and seven is the arts. So we're talking about worship today and its critical role in shaping the way society is. So fundamentally, we know that what people worship is the thing that they exalt above even themselves and they submit themselves under as an as that being the authority of what governs their lives, their decisions and the values that they adopt. Of course, here at Heaven Revolution, we believe Jesus Christ is the one true way to God. And so we're talking about worship and our role as the church in establishing the worship kingdom on this planet and how we ought to engage within this kingdom, how we ought to conduct ourselves, how we ought to fully realize our potential within it as well as Christ intended. So currently the worship kingdom and how it's structured today in the kingdom of God, as in the church on earth involves us worshiping God, of course. And currently at the moment, those who are the ambassadors who are running the show and how things work are the fivefold ministry as we call them. So these are key people who God has positioned to deal with an aspect of his nature and help empower God's children on earth today to be able to realize their full potential spiritually. Now, these are apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, as well as other subsidiary ministry gifts that all complement this worship kingdom and help everything function as it's supposed to. Now, one of the problems within this kingdom, as in the worship kingdom right now, is that most of these ministerial gifts have been working in isolation. And as a result, there's been a lack of unity in the church and we've been unable to fulfill our mission to establish the kingdom of heaven on earth. Our mission at Heaven Revolution is to unite these five key ministries and bringing them together so that they can work together and we can finally fulfill our mission to establish heaven on earth. I wanna bring us to an analogy 
which is found in the book of Genesis, where we see the power of unity. The power of unity seen in how the people were, the people who God had created on the earth, he gave them an instruction to disperse on the earth and multiply within it on all corners of the earth. But they decided to settle in one location with one mind and one heart and said they will build a tower up unto the heavens. And that wasn't obviously according to God's plan. So God had to divide their language in order to stop the work from happening. So even God recognized and said that the people's heart and mind are one. Now nothing that they propose to do can be withheld from them. That's God himself recognizing and respecting the power of unity to help people accomplish whatever their corporate goal is. God himself said it's unstoppable. So what more us in the kingdom who are doing the right thing, the way God intends it to be, to adopt this unity mindset rather than thinking, I need to establish my way, I need to establish my objective. I don't really care about what my brother is doing out there. It's more about what I'm trying to do, which has long been how we've operated in, in the kingdom of worship. And we shouldn't have been doing that because it really makes us vulnerable because each of these ministerial gifts have tremendous strengths, but in isolation, they're also exposed and have tremendous weaknesses. And we see that in many of the things that these ministers, such as apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers face when they operate in isolation. But really there's going to be, what's happening now is a shift where all these ministerial gifts, so wherever there's a mission or a church or an organization that's operating on earth for the kingdom, in the realm of the worship domain, you know, to gather people together, to adore, to adore exalt God and worship him, they will work together now. So it will no longer be one man or one person operating in isolation, trying to do everything because that's not possible. Everybody has a specific role to achieve and to fulfill. One of the other problems that's seen as a result of this division is somebody who may have, you know, grown up around listening to a, a pastor teach, for example, based on scripture, based on the word, might really disagree with the message that an evangelist has where they're speaking a lot more about grace. Whereas they're thinking, well, you should also be speaking about, you know, the things that help us to grow in our spiritual, in our spirit man. Whereas the evangelist is actually oriented towards just winning souls for the kingdom of God. But sometimes what happens is the evangelist or one minister, one ministry is isolated. And then what happens, is, what causes division is that some of us who have been raised just with one other of the ministry, ministerial gifts, say we were raised by a, a pastor primarily, someone with a pastoral gift, we then look through that lens of all what we've learned there. And then when we're now in the realm of an evangelist, sometimes we get confused and think, well, he should be doing this and he should be doing that. He's not preaching the word the way this person is preaching it. So he's compromising or whatever. When really, no, that person has a specific gift and a specific way they're supposed to teach. They're supposed to bring people into the kingdom. But how we overcome this is to stop the division and not to work in isolation. It's so that everybody can, so that, so that everybody will be able to appreciate every single one of these gifts because they see its purpose and they see it functioning every single day together. So it's no longer that they're just locked in one dimension. So that's really one of the things that unity is going to solve. It's going to solve our prejudices against other ministries we're not familiar with. Now, 
I've been fortunate enough to be in and around, you know, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. So I make no judgment when I see something I'm not familiar with. I'm simply open and know that I need to be humble enough to recognize I do not know everything. And all of us do not know everything. So, but obviously what will make this a lot easier is us being exposed to all these ministries united so that we can have an appreciation for every single one of them. So one scripture that really hits home this message of unity is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12, verse 12 to 14. And it says, For as the body is one and have many members, and all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit we are baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. We also see one other scripture where God is just highlighting the importance of unity as well in Psalm 133 verse 1 to 3. And it reads, Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down on the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments as the dew of Hermon and the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord commanded the blessing, even life forevermore. So unity is what we need right now in the worship domain. So as we worship God together, as we come together to lift his name, we must remember that every single one of these five ministerial gifts in the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor and teacher need to now come together and work together because now more than ever, there's a lot of darkness roaming on the earth and we need to be together and united in the way we worship God, in the way we raise people to be equipped for the work of the ministry which is not just obviously defined within the four walls of the church. It's also in the marketplace. It's in everything. It's in media, family, government, education, economy, and the arts. And what's critical about the worship domain is we essentially prepare the spiritual side, which is the foundation for every person who operates in all the other seven kingdoms. We prepare these people so that they're ready to manifest how we live in the spirit through all these avenues that we've not really touched historically. Now, I also want to close on this. Worship is more than just singing. It's more than just what we do to sing, dance on a Sunday or on a particular day in the week. Worship simply means what you exalt the highest in your life. And of course, here we exalt no one higher than the Most High himself, who's Jesus Christ, the founder of our movement, the Kingdom of Heaven movement. And as we exalt him as the highest in our lives, that should permeate through everything we do, not just when we sing, when we wake up, when we work out, when we preach, when we speak, when we do that presentation in the corporate office, when we're speaking to people, when we're everything we find ourselves doing, worshiping of God is the foundation and is the core reason why we do it. When that's the thing we recognize in our minds and in our hearts, that is beyond just when we sing, we have a conscious awareness that everything we do matters in the kingdom of heaven. So let's remember this. And I hope you are really blessed by this short episode. We will delve deeper into the meaning of worship in further and future podcasts. 
And the next episode is going to be around the importance of the family kingdom in it raising people, in it making us or building our foundation as a people. Because every single one of us come from a family, whether or not, even if it was a home where we were only, you know, briefly introduced to our birth parents and mother and some people who were, you know, orphans, you know, we still have a family as in somebody or a group of people who raised us and played a pivotal role in making us who we are today. So we're going to explore this kingdom and how Heaven Revolution is planning to revolutionize the domain, this particular kingdom, by solving some of the problems that exist that are creating confusion, um, distorting the image of the family, so that we end up starting at a point where it becomes almost nearly impossible. Of course, with God, all things are possible, but it makes it so difficult to really discover and fulfill the true destiny God has intended for us because the family the family's original purpose has been warped and distorted so much but at heaven revolution we're not going to let this happen and we're going to delve deeper into how we can transform this domain to reflect the glory of the kingdom of heaven as always god bless you all and we'll see you in the next episode